welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 8, Episode 8, Goon. I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm your co-host, Ryan. I am your co-host, Jace. And welcome, folks. We're back. We're back with a freshie for you. One of our most recent Sean William Scott movies I think we've done, right? It's the most fresh. 2008. We're only like a decade away. This is 2012, Jace. Oh, whoops. And our first foreign film, I think, in a while, too, which which is pretty cool. I was thinking Um, of National Treasure, too. Yeah, that's, well, (laughs) very similar. 2008. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. Great great flick, um, perhaps for our uh, America season. Also a foreign film. Also a foreign film. Uh, but yeah, this this one is a foreign film. It was made and released in Canada. So for you Canadians out there, this episode is for you. Made There's in Canada? Made in Canada. And you can tell from its subject matter uh, that, that and it by is. by how is. bad it was? Yeah, they're fucking dirty No, no, we're not going to review it yet. Canadians we're not going <laughs> to. You know, most movies are shot in Vancouver. Not, I shouldn't say most. That's a terrible thing. A lot of yeah. movies are shot in vancouver this one i heard was shot in manitoba or some shit like one of those places where you're where you're like why why (laughs) like they tried to make this legit and i I was gonna ask you guys because jace i know you're you're an nhl fan right you like hockey yeah i do you like the seattle kraken our our namesake from from back home i wanted to hear your guys's credentials before we really get started here regarding like hockey like have you seen some games like what's your and i'll start with you jace because i i feel like you're the most out of all of us uh i went to six regular season games this oh. year and including flying to watch the kraken play yeah the flyers in philadelphia so wow. i'm i'd call myself i'd say medium I like watching the sport. Yeah. I know a broad sense of the rules. but I'm, I think that's higher than medium, dude. That's pretty high. I've I know some people see, who are like diehard hockey fans and they don't go to a game. There's a, I have a pretty high distinction in how I view viewership. And I, I don't think it's like a normal curve. I think it's yeah. like weighted pretty heavily because you get to the point where being a fan of a sport includes understanding like offensive and defensive sets. It's a little bit different for okay. hockey, but if you talk about like football fans, there are people that right. are like, "Oh, they're in a press 7 split left with the <laughs> oh, oh, they're the defense is moving this way." And I'm I'm not that kind of fan. Okay. The fact that you even know that and have the wherewithal to know that also shows me you're a top 1% fan. <laughs> so, uh right, what about you? Have you seen games? Are you a hockey fan? So I've only so Rochester has a team. We have oh. a minor league team, right? The Americans. So we have a, a like oh come a big on, deal. no, I'm serious. <laughs> That's not real. I'm serious. And so when they make the playoffs, it's a big deal. I actually in the three years I've been here, I haven't I haven't went to a game. Wow. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I like going to the baseball games better. So someone in my friend group in college like dated a hockey player on a travel team, and so we would go to like the lowest level adult travel team things you can do, where you're like you're like still a hockey player. That's what you do, right? Hmm. We would go to them and like these they were terrible, and <laughs> it was not very fun, and it was cold in there. I probably went to like yeah. five. But that's, I mean, I don't really know much about hockey. I don't, I honestly don't like it. I don't really like watching hockey. I think in maybe 10 years, it might be a different product. But like compared to the product package of like the NBA, it's completely different. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I also have similar uh, with Ryan because like we're we're three of us. We're from Alaska. We've probably been like to an Avalanches game or one of those like local hockey games in Alaska. 
and it's very similar i think to like the local games depicted here <laughs> where it's just a lot of fights um to me hockey is very similar to wwe in the sense that like the refs will see a fight break out and they're like all right just hold on, hold on a sec let's just let's just see what they fucking do for a sec which is the only sport where that happens like can you imagine if that happened in football or basketball well that's actually where- my big that's like my largest complaint with hockey yeah like- you can get these people who are like the sport itself is like toxic masculine too. So yes, like absolutely <laughs> the, the, the interesting thing is the reason I don't really like watching it is like, I mean, fights are fairly rare nowadays, but like it's like once a game. Rare. Yeah. Like it's, it's they, not don't have it. they, don't so have enfor- they don't have, unlike <laughs> they don't this have movie, they don't have enforcers like, okay. They used to, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. There is an interesting fighting subculture in hockey. It's almost like an honor thing where it's like, you know, it's, you, you do that to kind of rally your team. Mm-hmm. And when I went to, like, my first Alaska Avalanches game in, in high school, like, I thought the the fighting thing was a stereotype that was funny. Maybe it happens once every, like, 100 games. And then when yeah. I, I I went to the first one, there was, like, three that broke out. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Oh, yeah, and minor like, league games, too. <laughs> yeah. And fans were going nuts. They were, uh-huh. like, cheering it on like they it was a boxing it. match. Yeah. <laughs> and the ref, I was watching the ref. I was like, I surely it's because... They don't. They don't really see. They're busy, and the refs just stand there with his hands on his yeah. hips, and he's like, "All right, keep it clean, boys." They don't want to get hit. That's the no. That's the exact portion of it. Keep it clean. Yeah. Let it, the, the the two people are generally choosing to fight, and if one person isn't, you throw your gloves yeah. off. You're gonna get put in the box. That is insane. I mean, I would love an Airbud movie where Airbud plays hockey, and like most of it is him learning how to fight humans. And just, just... Oh, that's be good, dude. We've, we've already pitched Air Bud MMA. Look, I'm just saying, but it's, he's the hockey enforcer, and he just fucking bites them in the throat or something. And he kills sometimes. I don't know. Um, I was actually watching an interview with Sean William Scott for this movie when he was talking about how to, like, when, he, when they did the fight scenes. And he has, like, a fight coordinator, and he was, like, talking about how little coordination there was. The fight coordinator was like, all right, this is how they fight in hockey. You just kind of fucking grab them. You don't block anything. <laughs> just punch him in the face over and over as many times as you can you just receive as many as you can and he's like what and then the guy's like okay you're gonna punch eight times you're gonna punch eight times okay good go and then sean's like excuse me there's that's it and then he just he said he did it and it looked great Hmm. um that blows my mind no blocking it's just you you just you punch each other it's all offense and they didn't have like enough money really to do like fake anything too like you could tell they yeah. were kind of. Just, I mean, the punches never really landed like clean, right? Like at full speed, but you could tell they were just like they're not. It's not like an editing trick. They're just not clearly <laughs> showing the punches land. They're really throwing them. Yeah, and Sean. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, so like, we should maybe we should explain what the podcast. Is. We should explain the podcast. We're, we're, we're a couple minutes in. Did you want to ask a, a question yeah. after we kind of spun down the toilet about? You asked us if we were hockey fans, and then yes. we started talking about sports <laughs> as a whole. Yeah, there was, but let's let's introduce the podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is the nature of our podcast. We spin out of control. Um, <laughs> but we uh, yes, we we like to review movies here. We marathon ten movies of a similar actor or subject. We're doing Sean William Scott this season. We're eight episodes in. We've been marathoning his great works. Please go back and watch some of his great movies. And listen to our episodes, uh, because this dude deserves a Shaughnessance, even if some of his movies hasn't, hasn't aged well. We'll just say that, all right? But I think we, we like this guy, um, and we, we think he brings it in his movies. But what I was going to say uh, for you guys was, like, you know, we're, we're talking about, like, hockey as a sport, 
you know, is there, uh, you know, is there ways we can think of uh, to make hockey better? You know, is there like, we, we look at the sport and maybe just make it more entertaining or just better as a whole. You put a shark tank underneath the ice. Shark tank. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, so, and then sometimes sometimes yeah. the ice gets like really light in places. And, and then it starts it, cracking. And it breaks. Yeah. And it can be under the goalie too. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be crazy. And you have to shoot the goals under the water? Um, I was kind of thinking the goal is like on posts that go all the way to the bottom so the goal doesn't move. So just the goalie yeah. falls in and then the net's empty. And think of how many rookies will get to come up because people keep dying from the sharks. Yeah. So that you'll have a great like kind of like rate of turnover. That kind of leads into like obstacles. I think obstacles are a good idea. Like like Snowman. random snowmen, uh, things to skate around, things Ooh. to jump over, like bars and like things to duck under. Uh, I think that would oh, be like more a fun. horse, like an equestrian race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like different, different size jumps. If you and, if you mm-hmm. jump over a jump and then score a goal within a certain number of seconds, it's more points. You get more points. And if you do a high jump and then slap shot, I think I think it's like three points. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I, think, I mean, uh, we should okay. maybe spice things up a little bit. Legalize okay. the Happy Gilmore method. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Uh, taking off your skate and stabbing someone with it. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, that's why he that's why he gets kicked out of like the league. He stabbed someone with a skate? He's like, yeah, he's like I was I hold a I hold the record. <laughs> okay. Like, what? And he's like I was the first person to ever take my t- skate off and stab someone with. It. <laughs> so, sometimes skate stabbing's okay. We'll say in, in sometimes. There's like okay. there's like one year in the penalty, right? Yeah. And there's a power play. Okay. Mm. If you're down, if you're uh-huh. the team with fewer players, Yes, you can stab. You could, you could legally but stab. The skate has to, the skate has to be off. It can't be. You can't kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. Let's keep, let's keep it clean. Okay. Uh, sometimes skate stabbing. Uh, I have like a couple, a couple lists like uh, more sticks. So maybe each person has two sticks, three sticks, four the sticks. The goalie gets two sticks. Two sticks. Oh, Everybody has two good. sticks. Um, more pucks. So uh, like thirty of them. I don't know. Keep, keep tons of scoring happening tons of like plays with 30 pucks 30 pucks all at one time um that's my biggest critique because there's only like beach one hockey? or two beach hockey you know volleyball got kind of like revolutionized by the <laughs> beach craze we could do beach hockey yeah put, put some guys Wait, out on some you... swimsuits oh you're yeah got it so there's no skates right you're just kind of running around no there's still in skates sticks. okay there's still in skates that's so important okay there's beach ice hockey. under the sand uh, but the the, is, the environment it, up top is warm. Yeah, it's pretty cold sand. down below. <laughs> Open the windows. Okay. And pour sand on top of the ice. Yeah. You just put sand on the ice. It's really okay. thin, though. I, I need to make that clear. <laughs> speedos. <laughs> so nothing's really changing except the, all these dudes are in speedos and there's sand on the ice now. Well, from yeah. indoor volleyball to yeah. outdoor volleyball, the ball gets like a little lighter and a little bouncier. So mm-hmm. you'll want to make the puck a little bit bigger. Right. And a little bouncier. Okay. That's fun. Like a beach beach puck. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a beach puck. <laughs> uh what about more guys? More guys on the on the field. So like there's what, eleven dudes? Make them like forty. Like two armies. Uh. Oh. But with more okay, more guys, more pucks, and more like sticks. Half of them can fight. Half of them can fight. At one time. <laughs> what about mobile goalies with shields? You know? Oh like mobile goals. Mobile goals. The more goal. goals. You oh, can the just goal, tie the just, goal moves just, back and forth. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like Pong. Yeah. Or you can stick, you can uh, tie the goal to the goalie. So the goalie can skate around and play. Yeah. Right? Oh, the goalie shit. can play offense, right? <laughs> but he's got the goal tied to him. So and he's it's the only one that can stab. Too. Yeah. I, I think I, I would regularly think that the goalie is just being too lazy. So if he had to skate around with a goal, you know, not yeah. knowing where it was going to go and protecting it, 
You can pull him. You can sub him in. We can include a thing where it's like if you jump over the high jump three times, then your goalie can then move with the goal. It's like different power-ups you can get. Oh, he can turn it around. He can turn it around. (laughs) Stupid. And then if you if you like if you get it if you get two goal turnarounds, a couple high jumps, and then one skate stab, then you can you can like unlock another player or something. Like we need things to just kind of like stack. Legalize string so you can have two players string. hold on to a long piece of string <laughs> mm-hmm. and then skate and clothesline people. Oh. So someone throws a string on, on the, yeah. the, the the rink. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, oh, one each string. game, each yeah. game, each team gets to spin a wheel and it chooses a section and and it chooses a section, a row, and a seat. And the person in that seat gets to throw a bonus item for the team Ooh. into oh, the rink yeah, for yeah. them to use. Like a longer stick. Jason, yeah. I've heard this story. Have you heard about like the the people, the fans who got to play because one team was shorthanded? Oh, the goalie? That? The semi-professional goalie? So right, he, yeah. Yeah, I think um, it might have been for the Blackhawks. There was a, a goalie attending the game that was like a fan, but he played at, a, at some level. Oh my God. Maybe in a feeder team. And I think their goalie like, got injured uh, the, and he got, the, they were like, we need you. And he was just in the <laughs> ring. Yeah. Maybe someone like was stuck in traffic or something like that. Yeah. And- it wasn't a he, random guy. He like, won that someone, game. You're a doctor. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's like a big story. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that makes me think about Airbud, where it's like you sub someone in from the crowd right. or like get the dog and then you lose super fucking bad because oh, you're an shit. idiot because you, you grabbed some random person. I was thinking about there's there's enforcers in hockey, right? People who fight on purpose to kind of rally their team. What if we had other specialized types of dudes on the team? Like a magician, maybe who dis who dis- disappears the puck for a oh. bit and makes it reappear. No stick, oh. but allowed to do magic. That's good. No stick. <laughs> he's he's the only person allowed to touch the puck with his hands. <laughs> he's gonna get hold. his hand chopped off with all those fucking sticks coming at the puck. He's he trying tries to, like, to grab the it. First game, he tries to grab it. I can't ah! do magic with the gloves. <laughs> The puck isn't on the ice. The go- the magician, he's skating towards the goalie. He no, it's right it there. It's the- not me. He pulls it's it out from behind his ear. Ah, oh, goal. What if the puck was like really hard to see and they just think it's the magician and everyone just goes after him? Oh, invisible puck? Like a glass puck? Ooh. Oh, glass puck. So sometimes people can switch it out. Uh, so what's another guy that they can have besides a magician? Stilts. And a guy with stilts, but yeah. still skates? Yeah, you can go under him. <laughs> What about a guy? Okay, it's like a guy, but it's actually two guys, and they're wearing like a really big shirt Trench and really coat. big pants, and they're really wide. Ooh. And you can you can have like one wide guy come <laughs> on sometimes. Four skates, or or yeah. two skates, or one or three skates. Well, middle say, legs say, are tied together for sure. Yeah, so we'll have like, but it, he's he acts like one guy, but it's two guys, and he's like a wide guy, and that you kind of have like an advantage, but you can't bring have him a wide guy. Um, any I, anything else? I think each team should uh, be contractually obligated to train whatever their mascot is to be used at some point during the game. <laughs> this brings back the option of the trampoline. Okay. Normally, so, normally, whenever you guys say anything like, yeah. how could we do this? I'm like, trampoline. Right, right. So, meteor, airplane falling out of the sky, mm-hmm. um, hockey. You know, yes. mascots do things in like the basketball games. They do like trampoline stunts. Oh, how Slam would you ball. trampoline? You would what, trampoline tram- hockey. Yeah, so you would. You've bounce? got a section of the ice. Okay, it's just yeah. a trampoline. Okay, near the goal. It wouldn't. Your skates wouldn't slide, so it would be a very sudden stoppage. <laughs> okay, be okay, a lot of broken ACLs. <laughs> <laughs> what if, like, uh, during like the last 
two minutes of the game. If there, if it's zero zero and you have two minutes left on the clock, you take away all the rules completely, and then just see who scores first. Who? Oh, you still have to score. That's still a rule. <laughs> yeah, that's the only rule is to get the puck in the net. Every uh-huh. other rule is now repealed. Yeah, you rules can take your a lot of off. fingers diving for that puck. <laughs> Like, can we can we put the stadium for this game in like international waters? So like, you know, okay. it's like during that no two crimes. minutes, there aren't, there aren't no, laws there are either. No rules, guys. There are laws there are no in international rules. waters. <laughs> not even laws. You can steal anything. And it's like there's not even a limit to like how many fans can get on the ice to help get the puck in. That's like, yeah. That that would be a rule. Wow. Should we? Do you guys want to get into the movie to start talking about it? About, well, I was going to tell my tattoo this. story. Oh, oh, Ryan, you did get a tattoo. Yeah. Please. Yeah, like, what, what kind of tattoo, dog? I, I saw a photo. It looks sick. I'm not going to describe it fully, but because I don't yeah. want to be easily identified. Right. Um, but <laughs> in public, if you, if you don't know what I look like from, like, our Instagram and our videos, yeah. I don't want you to have any identifying information about me. See him on but beach. It, it's a big bore on the side of my side, side of my side. It takes up, it's probably like, I don't know. It's pretty big. It's way bigger than I freaking thought it was going to be. Like, let's be real clear. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. It's like, it's probably two or three times as the size I, as I thought it was going to be. Holy shit. You didn't raise that as a concern? Or uh, were they well, like, the thing this is, is, is the like, biggest, tattoo this is the smallest thing I can this. make it. This is like what happens is like, okay. this is what happened with <laughs> Julie's tattoo that she got, which is not that big, but like, and then mine. Is you show up and they show you like their sketch. You you haven't seen usually haven't seen the design unless you like send I want this, which they don't really like doing that. If you say hey I kind of want this, I like your style, think you could do that. You don't see it until you show up. Oh my god, that's so much pressure. Yeah, but yes. you have every right to say whether or not you want what they made on you. Oh, I don't make them mad. You can even yeah yeah you can leave and stuff. Yeah. So like the design was super cool. I loved it. And I was like, so how big you're thinking? Because I was thinking like, you know, like four or five inches. Yeah. And he's like, well, I want to put a lot of detail in. So like bigger, the better. And I was like, okay. So I kind of like outlined the area that I would like it with my finger. And I think he thought that meant like take up that entire area. Not like (laughs) anywhere within this area would be fine. Holy shit. And so it's probably, I think it's like eight by seven. It's big, dude. It's I a was big tattoo. Yeah, me. me too. I was like, oh, Ryan really committed. It's nice to know <laughs> yeah. that you were so like, it goes from, I expected it to be like this. <laughs> yeah, it goes yeah. from the my armpit, like part of it is in my armpit, down to the bottom of my trap, and then over to like my spine, like an inch away from my spine. It's It was it was quite big. And that's so funny because did you feel him going? And you're like, hey, buddy, that's a little No, 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 no. So you got to so put no, the no, stencil no. on, right? There's a stencil okay. involved. Okay. So it was like the reason I'm the reason I'm talking about this because it's GBGB's related. There, there's a okay. mini story in here. Okay. So uh, it was like six and a half hours of a session, wow. and about maybe about you know half hour ish of that was you know planning and just saying that's dope, bro, like over and over, <laughs> and him printing out the stencil and like getting his station ready. But then like we took a couple, you know, we took a few breaks. But um, <laughs> what happened was we were I was laying down getting we had been tattooed been tattooing i mean and apparently it was mob movie monday at the tattoo parlor so there's me and there's another dude getting tattooed next to me so there's two tattoo artists in this room we're we're all watching this tv and it's they were playing goodfellas first goodfellas yeah i always wanted to be a gangster guy when i was a kid right anyways so the we watched the entirety of goodfellas and at this point i'm like wow like the worst part about getting tattooed like on my ribs and like in my armpit and stuff yeah. 
is like the violence when it's on the TV, you know, because like I'm being pinned down. There's a man leaning on my ribs who's sticking needles into me and it hurts a lot (laughs) and it's hard for me to breathe. Like I had to breathe through my stomach and I had to like make sure I wasn't like having a panic attack. And like for like an hour at a time, we would try and go as long as possible without breaks. And so when they were like stabbing people to death and like beating them with clubs and stuff and this is happening, I was, it was like immersive. It was like one of those movie theaters in like Disneyland. Yeah, like yeah. the Bugs Life Theater in Disneyland where they like <laughs> the bugs crawl out of the the seat and yeah, they spray mist on your face. That shit's spooky. Yeah, Holy it was like shit. that, but with a mob movie, right? Maybe that's and why so, they do it. What? Maybe that's why they do it. Is that like that's the closest you can get? I think the reason for, like, they do it is because they're sitting there for eight hours a day and bored as fuck. <laughs> so we finished Goodfellas, right? Like it's like whatever. So like maybe two and a half hours has passed, and uh, they're like, okay, what's up? What, what's what's next? And they start flicking through Netflix looking for another mob movie, and the artist next to me is like. Yo, put on The Town. The Town! Which is a movie we watched for our boy Ben Affleck, right? Episode 10, check it out. Yeah. And this dude who's getting tattooed, who, by the way, has been dishing out and will continue to dish out street wisdom for the next four hours. (laughs) Uh, He he was super cool. But he was like laying back. He's getting his kneecap tattooed. And he's laying back and he's like, oh man, the The Town. I love that movie with like Mark Wahlberg. No! <laughs> that tattoo artist, not my guy. My guy's like pretty stoic. Yeah. The guy next to him who's tattooing him was like, no, man. And the guy's like, what? This is the <laughs> this is the pace that the conversation okay. is glacial, this, this conversation. Because the tattooing guy is tattooing and yeah. he'll finish a line and kind of come up for air and respond to you. Yeah. And so the guy's like, <laughs> what? No, that guy with like Tyrese? Tyrese. And the tattoo artist is like, no, no, what are you talking about? And the guy's like, yeah, they're like, they're in like, you know, the hood. And he's like, no, what, what are you, and so this, the guy getting tattooed is like, well, what movie am I thinking about? And the tattoo artist is like, you're thinking that movie Four Brothers. Four Brothers. (laughs) Oh yeah. And then, so I, and I love that because I love, it's like Four Brothers is, I talked about this a couple of times, but it's like my median movie. Yeah. If it's, if you're better than Four Brothers, you're a good movie. And so we start watching The Town, which opens with like a torture scene, essentially. And um, the guy's like, oh, yeah, I have seen this movie. <laughs> and it's like, you're trapped with these people, guys. You're uh-huh. like, you're trapped. <laughs> That's like our hell. Where it's like hearing you people, people who are like of... somewhat knowledgeable about movies, like they've seen a lot of movies, yeah. but they don't remember them and they don't know who's in what. Like it's. Did you chime in and say, I spent three hours talking about the town with my No, friends? but th- there was a debate about who would win the fight between Ben Affleck and uh, Jeremy Renner because ben there was Affleck. that scene. And I was like, dude, Ben Affleck's like six foot four. <laughs> that guy weighs like 600 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally Batman. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, well, this guy's like a superhero too. It's like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. So then, I mean, then the shading started and it really kind of blacked out. But um, then we started. We watched all, all the town. Yeah. And then he put on uh, the Departed. The Departed. We, we got about halfway through the Departed. Right. Go fuck yourself. And at this point, like the shading is getting like into my armpit and stuff. So he's done an entire run through of the line work and the shading. Right. And it, I'm like roasted. I I am so fucked up. Like I'll, I'll sit up <laughs> and I'm literally shaking. Oh my god! Like I'm waiting for the beat drop at a club. Like I'm literally like shaking, and I'm I mean snackies. I'm drinking yeah. water. I'm like walking around and stuff. And Julie's a lot there. Of trauma. Julie's yeah. there at this point. And I was like, dude, you know, 
I don't know how much more I can take, right? Like, are we, we're almost done, right? You said you're almost done with the shading. He's like, oh yeah, with that needle. I, I, I got a different type of needle. The next one has three needles. Oh my God. <laughs> Triple the needles. Ooh, and I was like, and at this point, you know, they do the line work and the, the next shading, they go like, if you ever seen like a tattoo artist, they go like, wrong, 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 like that. And okay. that's what they had been doing for the last like three hours. Over the stuff they've already tattooed, so like over an open wound. And so wow. I was like, I was straight roasted. My adrenaline was out. And the, the idea of him using a triple needle on me next was like, I couldn't even <laughs> fathom it, right? And I was like, oh, I don't know, man. That's like a lot. And the guy next to me, the other tattoo artist is like, yeah. hey, you want to use some of my numbing spray? <laughs> <laughs> and my tattoo artist is like, what? Oh, I guess. Yeah, okay. And I was like, thinking like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Like, I've been here for five hours, and I've been writhing in pain, and, like, there's a numbing spray, and he puts it on me. Yeah. I, I figure, he, he sounds reluctant, right? Mm-hmm. He puts it on me, waits a few minutes, and comes up and goes back to tattooing with a new needle, and I don't feel a freaking thing, dude. It's like getting your teeth worked on at the dentist. I just feel pressure. Oh, and my God. So, I said the next hour and a half, no problem. We get done, and I'm like, wow, that stuff really worked. I was able to just power it out. He's like... And my tattoo artist literally says, word for word, he says, yeah, I don't get tattooed without it. <laughs> Bro, are you kidding me? Like, he was like, ah! he's like, oh, I, th- I thought you were doing fine or you were some kind of weird anti-drug dude. No, so. dude, before we, right before we put it on, I was seriously like clenching my fists and like my toes and like squirming and stuff. Oh, like, my God. Oh. He's like, dude, you got to take a shit, dude. Yeah, no. Okay. With the, with the line work, you can kind of tell because when they pull straight lines, they kind of go like, so you can like time your breaths between when they're drawing. But with the shading, it's like, and it's like, it, oh. And then with the numbing spray, it's totally different. Like, just go, 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 go. Oh wow. my god. Well, I've never gotten a tattoo, Ryan, so that is a really good tip for me if I ever go down that road. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the one thing too is like they usually try to do a little bit first like the line work cuz it works better if it's like absorbed through the open wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My yeah. god. So that's that's uh my little mini stories and I, I was thinking about you guys the whole time. I was like, "Oh, the GBGVs. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to love the town reference. I had to watch it again. It was good. It's good. It's a good movie, right? It was really good on a, it was okay. really good on a rewatch. Should we okay, re- should I revisit your score like really quickly? In I I, w- I was oh you got it, Jace. So so one thing is Goodfellas is not as good because the Goodfellas is like random freaking scenes for half the movie. It's just like skits. Mm-hmm. The town <laughs> was probably I think was like an eight on a rewatch at the tattoo shop. Pretty wow, good. pretty good. What was it, Jace? Do you have a score? Um, give me one second. I mean, that's that's great. You had like kind of mental and physical torture while you were there, um, and you kind of went through this trial by fire. You're like a new man now, you know. And like, I, I feel, feel pretty like, cool. Yeah, I gotta be feel, real clear. I you feel seem pretty different. Cool. You seem different. You seem like just more confident. I and, like, also, you've been um, I grew two inches. <laughs> that's so, great, man. Your your bent your uh, your movie meter for the town on initial watch was a six. Yeah, bump that shit Wow. Up. Retrospective. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's cool. You gave him a really high. You gave him a nine on the... He's, he's the good. He's plus. really good. good. We could do a Ben revisited. When he comes back saying. to the flower shop. Oh. Mm. Ben revisited or Keanu revisited. That's like my most wanting to revisit. There's so many fucking movies we wanted to see in those two seasons. 
gotta see fucking Johnny Mnemonic. Wow, Ryan, I'm glad you survived. Uh, and folks out there, maybe ask for some numbing cream <laughs> before you get a boar on your side. It's like, yeah, it was an interesting sitch for sure. Dang. Well, it looks great, man. It's worth it. And we will be posting that uh, tattoo on our Instagram. No, you're not going to uh, do With that, Ryan. <laughs> so you guys can find him on the beach. Um, but with that, do, do you guys want to uh, get into the movie? Get into the movie Goon? Talk about this hit movie from 2011. It's going to be your and, synopsis, uh, dude. It is my synopsis. It was my pick this week. And, you know, like, I, I look on this movie very, very fondly, but boy, nothing ruins a movie like watching it again 10 years later <laughs> and, and seeing stuff that didn't age well. Yep. Uh, this movie was also famously controversial when it came out. It came out only a year after the deaths of three famous enforcers, which probably gets into why they're not as common nowadays, uh, I think, due to, like, traumatic head injuries. Oh, uh, but this this movie it came out in in 2011. This was seen as a bit of a comeback for our boy Sean William Scott, who kind of had a little bit of a lull um, after his hot streak in 2003. It's based on a true story uh, from Doug Smith, and in this movie, he's named Doug Glatt. Sean William Scott plays a, a down on his luck, kind of dim-witted guy. Uh, he's he's working as a security guard. <laughs> And uh, he doesn't have much going for him. But one day, he's out with his friend, who's a podcaster. <laughs> and uh, he, he has a hockey podcast. They're talking shit. They're at a local hockey game. And uh, one of the local players picks a fight with Sean. And he beats the shit out of him in front of everybody. Everyone's cheering him on. It's on video. He goes viral and gets an offer to join a local Bush League team uh, as their enforcer. Now, for people who are not hockey literate enforcers, um, I don't know if I should be explaining this, but they're the guy who uh, beats up other players and mm -hmm. kind of like helps their team get their morale up and maybe take out another guy on their team, uh, put him in the penalty box. It's kind of like a strategic thing they do. And he's so good at fighting. He can't skate at all, but they keep him on the team. He does so good at kicking ass. He gets promoted to a minor league uh, where he's he's teamed up with a lot of pretty good players, including um, another player called Laflemme, who's a star French player. He's supposed to defend him. Anyways, the bulk of it is him building to this point where he's supposed to fight Liev Schreiber. Liev? 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 It's Liev. Liev Schreiber's uh, character. Schreiber. Thank you. His character, who is a, a great enforcer. He's about to retire, and there's just this buildup between these two great enforcers, they're going to fight each other in this minor league game. It's really fun. Uh, hockey, beer, fighting, uh, goon. That's this movie. So you guys want to do the box office game? You know, yeah. Before we do the box office game? Sure. Uh, was this not direct-to-video? So this movie is, as, I, as we said, is a foreign film. It was released in Canada. Budget of $12 million. It had a limited release in Canada. Huge box office bomb. Uh, $7 million made back. I don't think it had a really uh, robust international release. And it came out on Netflix, which is what made it peak in popularity in the U.S. Um, so much so that they greenlit a sequel, which uh, I haven't seen. I don't know if it was very good. But regardless, this movie came out in the domestic box office February 24th, 2012. Debuted at number 16. <laughs> okay, it didn't make a lot of money. It made like wow. 400 grand that week. I want you guys to guess number one here. I'll give you a hint. I think... I don't know if you guys were there. Our group of friends went to go see this movie, and we walked out within five minutes. Walked out? We walked. It was the only movie I walked out of. Uh, movie 42. It's not movie 42. Okay, I'll give you another hint. This has Navy SEALs, real-life Navy SEALs, playing their characters. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Wait, uh, American Sniper? It's close, no. This what? movie made a lot of money when it came out. It's a bit of like a nationalist, jingoist movie. <laughs> 
Well, I'm, I'm just wondering why you guys would go to something like that. I'm just like thinking I, Battleship. I don't remember why we, I think we were just bored on a Saturday. And then we, I think we walked out of this one to go sneak into like fucking Shrek 4 or something. It's, it was not, like another... it's not like Zero Dark Thirty. That's like pretty it's not. heavily acclaimed. It's not. I'm actually tr- like really trying to find another hint here that would help you guys. <laughs> um, okay. It was nominated for the 70th Golden Globe Awards for Best Original Song. What? Navy Seals are kicking ass. But wait, is this post- Bin Laden? This is 2012. So yeah, a year afterwards? Yeah, these these are... And this is a fictional movie. It stars oh. all else. That was their I, I, big... I thought it was about oh, the raid on Bin Laden. Okay. No, no. And this is, this is like... The whole thing is that you have real Navy SEALs in this movie. I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay, I'll give you a hint about its name. Okay. So when you're pretending to be somebody... Actor. You're, act, you're acting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe that part of that word is act. in the title. Act. Yeah, great. Act of. Great. Act of act Seals. Of. Oh, my God. You're so close. Act of Act of Navy. Act of Navy. Jace, you said Act of Valor. Act of Valor. Jace, you got it. You are on a hot streak, Jace. You've I've no, I don't last, know. Like, I'm going to look it up. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I do want to be clear. I said Act of Valor. And, uh, you know, when you said Act of Valor. <laughs> Wait, is it Active? It's Act of or act, act of, of oh okay you I got did. it jace wow you got it um congratulations jace you've been on a hot streak i've been editing our episodes and i've been realizing you've been getting the last couple and they're all really weird movies huh <laughs> you also got jimmy neutron i think in one when i said it's an egg movie starting a smart kid yeah um all Seems right active, my alley. valor this thing got super panned uh, most of the criticisms are from for the acting surprisingly that's a 6.4 on imdb higher in actors yeah uh Okay, number two this week. This is also going to be, I'm not going to lie, a tough one. Uh, any just off-the-dome guesses while I look up the synopsis, because I don't even know this movie. What, what weekend? This movie came out on weekend one. This is opening weekend from Lionsgate Films. I'll give you a big hint. It's a Tyler Perry film, and it's not a Medea movie. Gone Girl. It's not. That's, that's, good, that's not a bad guess. <laughs> okay, but take the, take, the, um, take the name. It's two words, and it does start with G. Great guess. And the me. first... The first word is very similar to the title of this movie. Gone. No. <laughs> take the word goon. It's more and maybe similar change. than goon and gone? Yeah, it's it's take the word goon and maybe replace the last letter Goof with another. Good. Good. That sounds good, right? Good. Good, good Friday. And the next word is something that was in a, a Adam Sandler movie. Good balls. Good balls. <laughs> Dude. When was his, was he has a movie named Balls? What he's literally a, and it has an entire movie about golf. You said it's, it was it's a, in. A, it's a word. No, it's like it's part of the title of an Adam Sandler movie. Oh, Good Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yes. that is it is Good Happy Gilmore. Congratulations, Jason. <laughs> good dad. Good daddy. You're close. You're you're Ooh. actually like phonetically close, Ryan. Good. You're good, close. Good doggy. Good <laughs> Think about another Adam Sandler movie. He's like a he's like a sir, you know. He he's like a, someone someone might call him Mister Mister Deeds. Good deeds. Good deeds. Ryan, you got it. Oh wow! Uh, but wait, why? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I would not be able to guess I know. that. That's this is way a tough... too obscure. That's not a good weekend at the box office. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. What? what t- like what time of year? This is February of 2012. Mm. This is like you're looking at the dumpster. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna do one more here. The Vow is the next one. I said it by accident. 
<laughs> I'll do the next one under it. Okay, 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 Denali. It's like uh, Nicholas Sparks. It has yes. it has people in it. You know this movie. It has people in it who are like, in, yes. there's someone in the hospital. Uh, Any guesses? The good one. Military? Military. Nicholas uh, Sparks, at, military yeah, Nicholas, hospital. Nicholas Sparks. Is it, is it the vow? Yeah. Good job, buddy. Thanks, Ryan. Okay, good job. We did it. I will have you guess this one because this one's actually relevant. This stars The Rock. Uh, the Goon. Oh. It's, it is Goon. No. Um, The Rock in 2012. 2012. Wow. Really? It's on Christmas, though? It's a sequel. We're looking at 15 days into the box office. Fast five. This is, I'll give you another hint, another one of his, like, sweaty dude in the jungle movies. Journey like, to the Center of the Earth 2. Yes. But uh, get, 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 you have the title, though? What? Welcome Be- to the Center wait, of the Earth. Beyond Journey to the Center of the Earth 2? Was I right <laughs> on that part? Yeah, it is. It's uh, Journey 2, and there's a... there's a oh. Journey 2, Too Furious. It is. Journey 2, you know you're not something get jungle. Journey- it's Journey to the Mysterious Island. Uh, oh, oh, man. Uh, Whoa. You know, so I, speaking of The Rock, I did his morning routine yesterday. Like, wake oh. up early. Yeah. Like, wake up early, run. Then we went out to breakfast. Did you take some steroids, back. too? Because if yeah. you didn't, you're not <laughs> doing his morning trans. routine. We're going to get sued. <laughs> and then we, uh, yeah, we lifted and stuff. Like, it was fun. I, I, by the way, yeah. I don't know how he does it every day steroids <laughs> did you know and, oh and that's right and he doesn't have to cook for himself that's also nice did you eat like seven salmon fillets we went to cracker barrel let's be real clear and we ate as much why do you possible. go to crackle Bar- cracker barrel so many times does he go to cracker barrel he <laughs> says it, he mentions cracker barrel like once every other two weeks he's like you guys oh, don't go to cracker barrel, barrel? Oh, cracker that's what barrel. lawyers do they go to fucking cracker barrel <laughs> <laughs> i love cracker barrel man you gotta check it out Oh Jesus! I don't think I could walk in there. I don't think they would let. What? Me. Yeah. No, dude, you could. Cracker Barrel is accepting. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds I like know. the least accepting restaurant. No, the, the <laughs> name is literal. It's literally a Cracker Barrel. I don't think people. It, what is a Cracker Barrel? It was you know, a barrel what? of crackers, like actual food crackers. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'll, is, if I find one, there's, I don't think they're in LA. But uh, you know, we gotta go when I'm don't there. Don't fucking go to a Cracker Barrel. No, that's so good. Cracker uh, Barrel is dog ass, brother. Dude, it's <laughs> so good. Are you living in a food wasteland, or does no, that Cracker man, Barrel it's... have the best chef? On well, the, yes, in New York. But also, it's really good. Um, have you guys seen this movie before? Like, have you? Did you see it when it came out, like on Netflix? I I definitely recall seeing this movie. Nice. That's, that's a winning <laughs> endorsement if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I did see this a few times on Netflix when it came out. I think my dad and I uh, like maybe rented it at the time when you could like rent things. And like I haven't seen it since, and it surprises me that it's been so long since it came out. It's been twelve years. That's crazy. And in my head, it came out like like five years ago. <laughs> Would you guys have any like kind of first reactions or like what what were you guys expecting going into it? Uh, I was expecting a Hollywood produced movie. Yeah, not a foreign film. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm seeing the nearest Cracker Barrel is like 100 miles away. We're going, baby. Good. <laughs> Stay away from that. <laughs> yeah, my, like, uh, go ahead, Jace. I was going to say, my man can't drink caffeine. He should not be in a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the first thing that I think that stands out about this is based on a true story, which is a real Doug Smith got promoted into the minor league. There is a book based on his life where this dude did this. I don't think How he, much like, of it did... was fact-checked? I, I don't think it's like it's based. You know, whenever they say based, it's never like this is this is what happened. You know, they said the puck bouncing off someone's ass to go into a goal happened once, but it wasn't to him. 
They said that that part did actually oh. happen. That's that's a numbers game, man. There's like 50 shots on goal. Okay. <laughs> it's someone's got it's got to hit an ass at some point and and, and go in. Uh, and this also has a real uh, enforcer in it, a pretty famous one, George Larac. Larac. Larache. It's it's French. Uh, but he fight. He's the guy who fights both Doug and and uh, Ray in oh. this movie. The one who was like, "Hey, you want to go?" And yeah, that, that scene fun. is I like that is scene. based on oh, a real thing that happened. He's so nice. So I'll, I'll say, I'll just going yeah. through my notes chronologically. Uh-huh. The first thing I noticed is he packing on the pounds. Is this the he least gained, ripped Swiss we've seen? He is gigantic. He's and huge. He, he purposely gained a lot of weight for this role to look like imposing and he does dude Mm -hmm. he looks like he fucking like lift a bear off the ground and throw it he looks like Like, a different person well (laughs) when he doesn't look like he's about ready to cry or i don't know you you notice the teary eyes jace the whole movie (laughs) he's just like staring like this like i wonder if how many times do you think swiss went to cracker barrel to bulk up i don't know what's sold there if it's just crackers is it really does it get you there Hmm. what you don't know what's sold at cracker barrel I've never fucking been to one. Why would I go? <laughs> Dude, it's like it's like Southern style food. It's like I was confusing Cracker Barrel. Well, I I still think Cracker Barrel sucks, but I thought Cracker Barrel <laughs> was a a buffet place. I was oh. confusing it with uh, a Golden Golden Corral. Corral, yeah. Oh no, know. Cracker Barrel's a sit down Southern home cooked food joint. I don't eat at chains, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my first reaction to Ryan was seeing this dude, and he's he's obviously huge he's like trying to look like an enforcer but also it's a really understated performance right off the bat he's talking like really quietly he's like oh hey yeah i'm i'm doug like and acting understated is a word (laughs) you could use more fitting words like like how bad oh bad you don't like you don't like his role in this i just i wonder if Portraying him like an absolute moron was part of the autobiography, probably. Or I don't, I don't if know. it was just like a choice <laughs> when they're making this movie, like based on a true story. Remember this yeah. idiot? Like it was so mm, yeah. distracting, and I wonder, like, but you're, you're thinking more of the writing then, not like so much his. Oh baby, his. Acting. I was not impressed by our old Swiss man here. Yeah, <laughs> like it was not. He's not selling he, it. It is very over the top. I'm wondering if this is like, because it's written like this. I don't think the actual Doug Smith was supposed to be like this. Um, I wonder if he watched it and was like, what the hell? <laughs> he said he liked the movie. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, was he yeah. also like, I didn't really have a friend that said cock that many times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My friend never did that. <laughs> uh, has, is this, do you think this is his dumbest role? Because like he's, he's famous for playing dim-witted characters. But this is worse, man. This is this bad. Is, yeah. It's, this is really bad. Okay, it's in a my, way my where favorite, <laughs> I, I laughed out loud twice, and only yeah. one of them was Swiss, when he said, the girl sat down in front of him after going to the bathroom, and he said, oh, had to go had potty. To go potty? What the fuck? <laughs> that was so gross. What? This Dude. is the, uh. this is like the tough hockey player man and like I literally wrote had to go potty in quotes. Yeah. What the fuck? Because because <laughs> like I guess the idea is that he's a child. Yeah. He, he's he's essentially of child intelligence. But that doesn't make any sense with why they're letting him play hockey and letting him get in fights and all this stuff. Like it doesn't it doesn't make sense with like the trajectory of the character throughout the movie. It only makes sense within a particular scene when he's interacting with other people not in a hockey match like he's like he's an emotionally empathetic 
very dim-witted person is essentially all and i i kind of take the scenes around the his his love interest uh, uh help me help me god ava ava, yes, ava? Uh, <laughs> ava? Where, you know, he, he like, he acts like a little, like a, like somebody going on their first date every single time. And yeah, he does say some really stupid, really weird stuff. I thought those scenes, like they were, they were cringy to watch because like how he's acting in those scenes, uh, they were like a little different from like a typical, I think, meet cute though. Like I did, I was kind of entertained watching their interactions in this. Yeah. But most movies, they don't play it straight. Like they, they, they'll play those characters for laughs. Like, right. Oh, look. It's obvious this character is saying something that's not right by the way that other characters react to him. And this yes. movie, he would say shit like, had to go potty. <laughs> and people would just respond in kind of like a normal way. Or like, remember when he got the garbage like stuck on his face? <laughs> and he didn't know how to get it off? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't French played rice. for laughs until much later when he recounted an even worse story about how that happens to him all the time. I <laughs> uh, rolled around in a dumpster. And I got a needle stuck in me, and then I rolled over on a bag of pee, and it burst. It was, like, it was a medical dumpster. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it's like it's interesting to see him act like this because, like, he doesn't have the smirky confidence. He doesn't have like the loud shot character where he's like, "All right, let's do this." You know, at most he's like, "Oh, you shouldn't do that. I'm gonna punch you." <laughs> like, it's it's very strange to see him like this. Did um uh. Yeah, I I have uh one uh Jay Barishall, Pat, oh, his God. best friend, the guy. I think I think he wrote this movie. He oh what? Okay, that's why he's in it. I was gonna yeah. say uh, <laughs> he got a little bit of he got a little bit of a bump from Tropic Thunder in two thousand and eight, and then I'm gonna guess yeah. that this killed his career. <laughs> <laughs> my God, yeah, his, that was probably mm. one of maybe my top three or four. Maybe bottom, I should say. Like, my least favorite performances of, of the GBGBs, you know, history. I didn't like his character either. Yeah. It, it's bringing down the movie meter about five full points. <laughs> yeah, a lot. This character, uh, who's played by, written by Jay, Jay Baruchel, uh, Jared Baruchel? Baruchel? I don't fucking, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's Baruchel, because they say it a lot in... Um, this is the end. Okay, yeah. But he kind of moves the plot forward in getting uh, Doug to kind of get into hockey. Doug kind of says, everyone has a thing. I don't have a thing. He's, he's what I think is kind of funny is like his family has like Eugene Levy and like all these other people in it. They're all like doctors and lawyers. And he's like, I want to be a hockey player and beat the shit out of people. But there's this scene where he's on the podcast for Jay Baruchel and like, He's like, oh, this is fun. I, these, I have these tasty treats. And he's like eating <laughs> corn. six corn dogs. <laughs> and it's like, he's like infantile in this movie. That's what I, so the corn dog thing. Yeah. Me and, and Swiss then, got that in common though. We love yeah, corn dogs. I love, dogs. I love, love corn, corn dogs. dogs. <laughs> oh gosh. But like, so the corn dog thing was the first tip off. But then later when he, or was it maybe even earlier? His yarmulke like blows off in the wind. And he's, yeah. he's chasing it around in like this playground. Yeah. Like, oh man, come here, man. Oh, don't do this to me, man. Yeah, and it's to the point where it's like, should I even be laughing? Right. Like, it's it's right. one it's thing. That bad. It's writing that line. It's just it's yeah. You'll see what we mean if you see this movie. But a um, if a big if because you might not make it through it because Julie, you're, you're, Julie has, I think she's what if if this is eighty eight, not counting the bonus episodes, she's probably watched eighty five with me. Mm-hmm. And wow. She tapped out after oh twenty one minutes. I'm so sorry. Which is Julie. surprising to me. For like, I, I think of the, I don't know if, I think I texted it. 
I think of the last four movies we've watched, which have been pretty oh, divisive, <laughs> like really fucking bad 2000s yeah. comedies. This one, just because of like, there was a lot of like dick, cock, balls, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. Cool. But there's also like the gratuitous eighth grader language too. Yeah. So like, yeah. Not, not even like from a problematic standpoint, but like them just talking about male genitalia all the time, talking about objectifying menage a trois sort of like rhetoric about a character's mother. Yeah. Stuff oh, like yeah, that. the Russian dude. The, the, yeah. the Russian Holding up pornography actors. to the camera. Yeah. Things like that that were really not up Julie's alley, which is totally fair. <laughs> she's she, yeah, she's like not a yeah. high school freshman. Yeah, know, right. <laughs> And then this is also indicative, like, even though this is the most recent one, I mean, this is 2011, we're looking at peak, again, it's like, bad. shock, yeah. humor, this right. type of, like, let's, the arm, the vulgar arms race. Yeah. And so, like, we look back at this, and we're like, holy fuck. Even, like, like remember, like, yeah. role models predated this by three or four yeah. years, right? And that was kind of like, okay, maybe yeah. this is a little too late to get away with this stuff. Mm -hmm. I think we're right on the edge when this came out. And maybe it was too much for Canadians, and that's why it didn't do so well. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I don't know, because they still have, like, Letterkenny and stuff. I don't understand that humor either. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, Letterkenny's what? gone national, brother. That's on Hulu. Yeah, I know. Shit. We're keeping it alive. Do you guys notice that, like, pretty much every scene with Doug, he's eating something? Like, he has, like, a power <laughs> bar or, like, a little snack? <laughs> I wonder if that's, like, a character trait or if, like, Sean was, bulking. like... He's still Yeah, he's, like, I gotta keep this on. <laughs> like, it's gonna come off if I don't keep eating. The, uh... I want to talk about, like, the first fight, like, the way it was, like, choreographed, and I guess the sound design, because I think they did a good job at making it feel like the hits are hard, and, like, mm. the fights were kind of entertaining to watch. Like, I, I don't know how you guys felt. I'd agree. I would say... I'd, I'd premise this by saying... I'm surprised you said that because the mixing in, in this movie is terrible. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's absolutely horrific. So maybe they spent it all on the fights, but maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. The the uh, the gore, well, a little over the top. The makeup for this movie for the fighting and the actual chore choreographing of the fights and like the each unique like you could do a lot of hockey fights and each one of them could be the same thing over and over and over and over again in a movie. Each one of the fights in this movie felt unique. There was yeah. something different about each one that you were like, oh, haha, okay, cool. They felt fun and dynamic. I mean, what I guess what I meant by the sound, but it's just like the sound effects of things crunching and the ice like mm -hmm. skating around. Like I just liked that dynamic sense uh, in these scenes and it made it feel like it was just like a hard fight that was happening. I especially like Sean throwing that hockey stick and hitting that player in the face. <laughs> In that one, like, 1v10 fight he did. Oh, yeah, when uh, he beats, he's like, well, the bad thing is, those are all your teammates. But the good <laughs> side is, those are all your teammates. Welcome aboard. <gasps> he did pretty good physical acting, I think, here, with pretending to not be able to skate. Like, it was believable. I heard he actually got pretty good at skating and, like, fighting on the ice. But him trying to, like, awkwardly, like, crawl and get back on his feet. Yeah. That, was, that was something I didn't really, like, I didn't believe that at all narratively and it was really hard for me to get into that section of the plot because how could you possibly have someone on your team and why would you even want them to be playing for you if they did not know how to skate they had never played hockey before in their lives like there's probably a bunch of people who are willing to go out and fight for you who simultaneously like have been on ice before and well, that he's was so good at punching but that was really weird right because like yeah it didn't it didn't make any logical sense and like for a sports movie, you kind and eventually towards the end, 
you start caring about like who's winning the matches and stuff well like you're supposed to be caring and like it doesn't make much sense for them to have an entire team's like yeah we're willing to tank our chances at scoring if we just like get this guy to fight people it's not clear how it'll benefit us i guess maybe by taking the opponents out or like being an enforcer in general just filling that role but there's even halfway through the movie he wasn't supposed to be on the ice and he would just skate over to the penalty box <laughs> and wait for the other guy to get out of the penalty and then fight him. So uh, specifically, and we kind of skirted around this portion of it, enforcers are there to protect star players and to stop or to be like, listen, if you have a dirty hit on our player, we're going to put the goon out on the ice and he's going to come break one of your guys' arms or something. Right, yeah. So he's there because the... I want to say LaFleur, but I think that's La just... LaFleur. <laughs> but LaFleur has the yips, and he hasn't played well since he got a concussion, and he's not going to play well unless he has an enforcer on his team that's going to back yeah. him up, besides him being a prick, I guess. So I mean, in their defense, too, this was a beer league team where, like, literally, when they see them play, it was, like, six fights happening while the goalies were just sitting. I could believe a team like this would just be like, yeah, fuck it. Let's get this guy who's good at punching... <laughs> And let's just see what happens. And it maybe if it works out so good, he's like, yeah, I'm going to call my brother who's in a minor league. This guy's awesome. <laughs> right. But like, I, I guess I get all that. But yeah. And, and Jace, that context makes more sense. But it he didn't learn to skate. And you, you're given the logic yeah. beyond the right. beyond him being brought up that a good portion of a season is going on. Right. If somebody's only job is to learn how to ice skate, even if he's really stupid, he should probably be able to learn how to ice skate. That's where also, my like, disconnect how was. How much of that did come how much of that came from the autobiography? Once yeah. again, like what was did the guy watch this movie and be like, what the hell? He's like, like, no, I, I couldn't I skate. Look like, I look like <laughs> I'm not true. even a hockey fan. That's probably like a storytelling element. Like I feel like they wanted something still visually to be like this guy is battling between just a muscle guy or a useful player on the team. Because wasn't that like a big dilemma with, I think it was LaFlemme or other players on the team. They're like, don't fucking play hockey. You suck at hockey. This is the only thing you're good for. And he has little redemption moments where he actually is a useful player on the team and like towards the end of the movie where he actually causes points to happen that doesn't involve him punching someone i think was part of his arc but yeah i mean from a logic standpoint it doesn't make sense i think it was all just like narrative building by the writers um one speaking of like narrative building i really liked the ray scenes with uh liev shriver like Mm -hmm. i think he he did really good in this movie building this mystique and him sitting in that diner smoking a cigarette reading the paper and like you just know it's going to be like a folk legend where you have this young hero fight him and the music playing i just i like those scenes yeah that was my favorite part two two note mentions of uh in it there are quite a few scenes in the movie where they could not get extras and there were cardboard cutouts of people <laughs> oh my god in the, uh and yeah in the when they were playing hockey there'd be like the very first one when a goal is scored and like the very first actual game they play they they pan and you can see that it's just cardboard cutouts oh, in, a good, no. in a good portion of the stadium um fucking big cardboard coming for my job <laughs> screw ai the cardboard's doing it <laughs> yeah. what the fuck my my other note was that uh i thought I'm forgetting the second one, but they had some pretty good uh, French puns. Um, mm. And the first time that Swiss meets La Flame, I think, he sits down in the room. La Flame's like, have you ever, he said, has he ever jacked off on ecstasy? <laughs> and then, on ecstasy. And then, and then it, Swiss is like, no. And he stands up and he says, bonne nuit. He says good night in French, which consequently <laughs> sounds like good nut. <laughs> and he says it directly after. 
That's really funny. I don't know if it's an intentional joke, but it was a good one. Yeah, that's a couple layers deep. I don't know, man. It's for the French. It's for the French Canadians. That would would be like we're gonna make the most basic jokes for ninety minutes, right? We're gonna make like you cannot miss them if you tried, and then we're gonna make this ultra deep French joke (laughs) cut. It's still a dick joke, but it's still okay. That's fair. That's maybe that's the yeah. Speaking of like inside jokes, did you guys? I mean, that scene where like the hockey players in like the commercial where he's like five thousand off and he like rips it really awkwardly. That reminds me of those commercials we'd see growing up in Alaska. Those extremely awkward you local mean, athletes. Uh, Cal like, Worthington Ford. <laughs> yeah, there's there's Cal Worthington, but like our actual local Cal Worthington, because Cal Worthington owns like a he, fuckload. I, of, I learned that he's like on the West Coast and everything too. But like, um, you mean like Mattress Ranch and stuff? Yeah, like or it'll be like a local, like someone from the Avalanches. And he's like, hey, I'm Tim Smith from the Avalanches. Yeah. You you better buy a bed now. <laughs> like, they're just like, it's... Or like when they would have the Olympic skiers be like, $6, $6 yeah. foot longs. Because we didn't have $5 foot longs in Alaska. Shipping costs too much. They just add another finger to the hand. <laughs> But I love local commercials that are like really low budget where they just shoot it in one take and they're like, yeah, that was good. That's all we had this athlete here for. Um, just like watching those ones on YouTube. They're so fucking good. Um, like, side note, the guys who do GMM, Good Mythical Morning, that's how they got known is most of those commercials you will find, not most, but a lot mm-hmm. of them you will find on YouTube. They yeah. made for local businesses. They had a TV show where they traveled the country and made disaster local commercials. It was oh called God, Commercial Kings. Amazing. <laughs> and so a lot of them huh. you'll see, they'll play the extras in the commercial or yeah. it'll be just directed by them. Like uh, Chuck Testa. You know, oh, t- okay. Yeah. That meme, was one right? of yeah. theirs. Oh my God. <laughs> and so they, they went a little viral with that and then they got their little YouTube show. Wow. Well, maybe maybe something we can do is uh, we can just re. We've seen so much. I think shitty commercial content. Maybe we can uh, we can leech off. That, that would be a good bit for improv. <laughs> we noted how dumb Doug is in this movie. Sometimes it leaks into other characters, which I, the coach who's like drawing the wolf like really terribly. Dude, that was so. <laughs> that was honestly. <laughs> that was so funny. That's and he's like, did you draw that? He's like, of course I did. <laughs> What's his name? He's like, Loopy. <laughs> He's like, here, you can have Loopy. Frame it so you can remember your time here. He's like, thanks for Loopy, coach. There was such a sense of earnestness in that scene. <laughs> there's also the one where uh, he walks up to the bar and there's the two hockey players. And one's like, did you know cats only meow when humans are around? And the guy's like, it was cows. Oh, no, it was cats. He said cows. And he's like, don't you mean cats? Oh, yeah. Well, he goes, don't you? They're on the only meow when humans are around. And the guy goes, yeah, I read that in Cat Fancy. With, <laughs> and like, that's what I liked about this movie is that the yeah. other players played it straight. And Swiss tried, but it was too much like a character. I think that maybe is the way they should have gone. It's like lean in on the actual jokes, not right. like just saying male genitalia with different like stand-ins. I think the dry humor works the best in these, where things are played straight, not so wet. I did feel like they did a good job at making it feel like you're in a small town in, like, Manitoba. I mean, this felt like Alaska to me, where they're in those bar scenes. The way people are dressed, it's kind of like the working class flannels. Everything looks cold and dark. (laughs) I think... You know, if this was shot in L.A., this it would be it would have been hard to pull off and believe. But I like the sense of atmosphere. Well, they shoot like intergalactic spacefaring movies in L.A., so I don't know. I think they could look pull for off the palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't feel like a set, at least. You know, uh, well, the other thing I liked in this movie, 
was the uh i'm just, just going to list things i like too but like the anthem scene which gets quoted a lot where the guy was like well that was borderline treasonous a disgrace <laughs> to our nation and it's proud and story oh, history. did you notice the announcer they, they yeah. didn't care about his audio when they were editing what do you mean they would just if they wanted to cut a scene i think yeah. they had the the final mix done right uh-huh oh the audio would... and then if they wanted to edit they would just edit the, they would cut clips out of the final oh, i didn't mix, realize that yeah and it would cut the announcer off like mid spiel or mid joke huh. oh shit i didn't notice that yeah i mean he is like a real nhl announcer yeah and i do like how he's just saying really unhinged shit that like no one's like <laughs> no one's paying to. attention no one's listening. that's like our favorite point yeah. in multiple movies is like the unhinged <laughs> the announcer, announcer the sh- <laughs> best in show remember yeah yeah and he's like my father didn't fight the Nazis, and the puck drops. Like, right. <laughs> I just love how he's an actual NHL announcer, so he can channel that so good. I mean, Jace, did this feel like people who know hockey made this? It was. It was hard to say. Um, man, I don't fucking know. <laughs> they they followed playing hockey relatively well. I think. I don't think I saw any rules that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's wrong. But like the spirit of hockey, like going to a game, being a fan. Yeah, watching people get to, sh- especially back then, watching people get the shit beat out of each other. Well, it's not that long ago, I guess, but yeah. Well, uh, yeah, actually, what was it, set? it was in 2011, but yeah, what I don't know that it was set in 2011. I know the answer. Doug's phone says the date at one okay. point. This is 2010. What? Yeah. Maybe wow. they sat on it for a while. Dude had a razor? <laughs> I mean, iPhone was only two years old at that point, too. That's true. So, I mean, it, it is a bit of a period piece. You know, and, and maybe if, if 2012 was too late for those jokes, maybe 2010 wasn't. <laughs> okay, should we get into our meters? Yeah, I mean, do you guys want to talk at least oh, about God, the final fight? No. I forgot. I don't know. I don't we should even, talk I about the ending. They, they punch each other, and then he broke They viciously legs. beat each other senseless <laughs> for, I think, like two minutes of actual full screen time. Because <laughs> by the end of this movie, he's torn up. He's got his lip broken in half, which looks fucking gross. And he does the final big fight with Liev to kind of claim his position. And Sean William Scott said in an interview that he actually did punch Liev pretty hard in the face during like the last fight. And he was like, I felt so bad because he's one of my favorite actors. And Liev just kind of responded, he's like, just, uh, just don't let it happen again. And then when the scene went again, he just he ended up actually hitting Sean like a bunch of times in a row in the face. <laughs> and Sean was like, oh, ah, ah, ah. And he's like, he's like, I didn't say anything to him afterwards. And he's like, what about the don't let it happen again? And he's like, uh, it, it kind of looked good, though. So I, I don't really complain. But that was kind of weird. <laughs> and I wonder if Liev just like was having a long day. <laughs> Probably. Like that he got hit. Uh, but I mean, those hits, I felt them. And seeing Sean load up his broken ankle and knock the guy out it's pretty rough it's pretty rough to watch it's a you know heroic end to a yeah i guess strange journey him this and wasn't about hockey make up. well it wasn't about hockey because he's it, like just like the rocky ending he's in the locker room the announcer is just saying something in the background doesn't matter hey, it's a good point i love me the rock you know and yeah, that it, scene just, was really awkward because his acting chops there with the makeup on his face were not up to par because he was like <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh they win and he's just babbling incoherently the last yeah the last line was a little odd like i think i nailed him like i don't know if that was like the oh. line to end the movie on because it just was it like it is didn't that make any sense like, yeah it, it was out of context is there an edit where he's building up to that line i think i nailed him yeah like three minutes ago <laughs> and yeah, also he's just concussed <laughs> like also yeah, obviously like it's applesauce <laughs> get it out get him out of here that <laughs> is bell rung okay let's yeah let's get let's get into the meters um what what is the meter right uh it's your movie man 
Oh, right. Okay, I forgot. Uh, yeah, so we'll, let's get into our shenometer. How Sean William Scott was this movie? What's our Seanometer? Seanometer. Sean meter. Uh, for me, this is tough because he's not really playing a character that's typical for him. Yes, he is dumb. Yes, he does have the gags, but <laughs> yes, he's not he very cool. Yes, what? he is dumb. <laughs> All his characters are dumb, dude. It's rare when you have a Sean William Scott movie where this dude fucking knows everything. He's like, he's not playing the point Dexter, all right? And he's not very shibby in this movie either, okay? He's like pretty much the, the least shibby I've ever seen him. However, his screen time's a lot. This is usually like, on Reddit at least, called like one of his best roles he's ever done. A lot of people consider this his best movie too. This is like something that finally let him uh, flex his acting chops. I know it didn't really work for you, Ryan, but this kind of worked for me. Like, I did think, writing aside, um, I think his performance was fine. Like, I mm. think I kind of believed that he was, like, this oaf who had, like, a heart of gold. I think he was being genuine in a lot of his scenes. But this is not really the typical Sean movie. I'm going to give him a 7 here. I think he went outside of his wheel wheelhouse a little bit here. I'm going to give him a little bit of credit. And honestly, I enjoyed him in this movie, uh, aside from the writing. I'm going to go ahead and give myself a pass because I drove three and a half hours this morning. I'm kind of tired. Oh <laughs> and I'm going to give him a two, a big fat deucer. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't have, I think, I think what you just said inspired me. I might've gone lower, but whether or not I liked him in it, uh, it was definitely drastically different than anything we've seen before. And uh, shit, maybe that should be a five. Fuck. You could change it. It's not, it's not, Jace, I'll give him a two over. if you want to give him five. Okay, okay. <laughs> no trades. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give him a two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't really like this movie, and it wasn't saved at all by him so like he doesn't get any any points for like being the standout i thought his acting job was atrocious like him trying to act shy is terrible like he, he just comes off as someone who's never he's like an alien and <laughs> i i don't know that i even understood that he was just supposed to be slow until the scene where he literally says oh yeah i'm supposed to be slow and i just could not see swiss I thought I predicted it would be a completely different type of movie and one where he's like this cool hockey player and he's like really tough and like he has to learn how to maybe sharpen his game up a little bit and there's plot about how they really need him at the end of the season and no it was the literally exact opposite of that and ay 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 I don't think he pulled it off very well his screen time is high so I'm going to give him a couple points for that but that's just about it there was no caca no caca <laughs> at all uh, caca doesn't even get that so too damn and now for our movie meter. What do we think about this gosh dang movie? Uh, for me, this is like, it's weird because I remember liking it when it came out. And it's like, I have to kind of give a present day uh, review of it. Like, how do I feel about it watching it? Did I enjoy myself? And the answer to that is is kind of. Like, I did laugh at some of these jokes here. Um, I did find Shaw entertaining here. There is obviously, we, we talked in our text thread, we talk about this a lot. There's a lot of shit that doesn't age well, and that could really hurt my enjoyment of a movie. Uh, but in terms of the narrative arc here, like, did I like seeing Sean play this character, him kind of build up? Did I like the fight scenes that made up here? Did I like the hockey scenes? Did I like his fight with Liev Schreiber? And yeah, like a lot of that worked here. Um, I think I was entertained. I think I was invested watching it. Uh, if this is something that's just on the TV, I don't think I'm going to be like, oh, fucking change the channel. This movie's so shitty. Uh, I think there's something here that is entertaining for people. It speaks to people. It's kind of like a modern day Rocky. Um, and I think that's why people reacted so well to this. I mean, this has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
and a lot of critics really liked this movie when it came out. So for me, I'm going to give it a four. Mm. It's not a movie that I'm going to be like, oh, you have to see it. But honestly, it was a dumb movie. It put it in front of me. I was entertained. I didn't think about our shitty world for two hours. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a four. I think I'm, I think I'm right there with you. I think um, I would just add that I think they made that it's a lot of just in your face early 2000s humor. It's a little bit late to the party. Um, the one thing that they do do because it's late to the party is I <laughs> think compared to <laughs> compared to role models, Stark Raving Mad, uh, the other movies, they like they kind of actually attempt to put the burden of the people being shitty and like make you understand that they're being shitty. Like nobody's a hero in this movie. These are all dickhead hockey players. Some of that, there's there's ambiguity and vagueness in other movies in the 2000s era about it. And here, people are, that are saying bad shit are getting their ass beat viciously. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's a good thing. Here. It's, it's, a, it's a, Overall, it's bad. I think they could have just <laughs> left some of the stuff out of the movie. Um, and then, yeah, moderately humorous. I liked when uh, she asked if he wanted coffee. And he's like, oh, I don't drink coffee. Uh, I like Gatorade. And Powerade <laughs> and water. Let me order is a Gatorade. <laughs> had a cat. Yeah, that that got to me. That that humor in the movie got to me. Like, go sit next to the pee hole like on the bus. That that was, that's enough for me to give this a four. Uh, woof. I mean, I'm glad you guys are not rating it like a seven or an eight, like I thought you were going to. Do it. Oh, with God, how high? No, with dude. how you were no, talking I mean, about it's, with it's... this? You guys were like loving on it. I thought like, it was I'm, funny. In I'm justifying. Pieces. Yeah, now he said, quote, I, I had to write it down while he was talking. Yeah. It's a modern day Rocky. Yeah, that it is. is. That's wrong. Dude, <laughs> Rocky yeah, won just, the best we... picture. Have you seen Rocky? It's. I'm not saying in terms of quality. I'm saying in terms of like the narrative arc. Yeah, this is our Hercules on ice. Hercules on ice. Yeah. He doesn't die at the end. I think you should just... go back and watch Rocky because like. Like, this is a dude who's coming from a working class, down on his luck background, who gets a shot at the big shots for glory. And in the end, you know, he only sort of wins. Okay. Just like Hercules. Okay. In those terms. Okay, sure. <laughs> Uh, I just didn't like this movie. I didn't enjoy watching it. Um, I had to watch most of it alone. <laughs> and I really felt bad. That made me feel alone and <laughs> made me less happy. So I can't be like, I'm glad I watched this movie. Um, the editing was terrible. The editing would pull away from jokes if somebody said something and it obviously caused people to laugh. Like they would just cut to a completely different scene, not like B-roll or anything like that. And the audio would just like stop. I recently watched Semi Pro, the basketball movie set in the 70s with Will Ferrell. Yeah, way less problematic than this movie. Like what? I thought I thought it was going to be like night and day, right? Like cuz it only made within a few years of each other. But like uh it was They had really good actors. St- it was yeah, it was really strange at how terrible this movie was like compared to what I thought it was going to be looking at the IMDb scores and the audience scores and stuff. Um, I'm gonna have to go with like a two and that's because I give the first half of the movie a one and the second half of the movie like a four. Oh, I can see. Yeah. So I'm just gonna average it out to a two. Is the Sean season our lowest movie score season? It, I don't know if I Holiday horror. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Holiday horror was, yeah, there was a lot of B movies in there. (laughs) Damn. A low score for what should have been a bright spot in Sean's career. Can we find another one? I think we gave we gave kind of a high scores for uh for other ones, didn't we? Didn't we give one? Role for models like, was pretty high. Role role models. I think even evolution. We didn't we didn't pan it as hard as I thought we would. Mm-hmm. 
but there you have it for goon folks hockey fans stay out of this all right yeah this Let is us for non-hockey fans this is non-hockey fans besides jace uh who's just a medium hockey fan uh let us know what you think about this movie. Let us know what you think about a review. Do you like this movie? Do you hate it? Hit us up on our Instagram, Good Boys Gone Bland. Uh, don't hit us up on Twitter. That shit's not active. Send us an email. Send us an email. At gbgbspodcast at gmail.com. That's correct. And I'll read the emails. Or yeah. Jace. You have access to it, too. You can re- we'll reply, and we'll read your emails on air. But with that, we do have how many? Three more Sean movies to watch. Ooh, to do this guy justice. Two. two. Nine, ten. And that's what I said. Two more Sean movies, I, Sean movies to watch this I season. I am thinking about being really radical here and going okay. completely off base. Something we've never done before. Okay. okay? And I, I want to throw this at you guys. And I'm scared. It's because we've never had, I think Sean, I think Swiss in all eight seasons. Mind you, a few of those were themes. We've okay. never had an actor go TV. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we've never had an actor go TV. <gasps> And, okay. and Sean Swiss has been working the TV angle for quite a while. So I, I've got shows? two I've got two options for you. Okay. You guys can obviously ham and a haw. Uh, we okay. can watch two TV episode shows. Oh my um, god. <laughs> we could watch Oh my god. So so they would combine to about the total length of a movie. We could watch oh my god. um we could watch season nine, episode five of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> Country Mac. And to pair with this to pair with this fine wine, I think we should watch season three, episode nine of Lethal Weapon, Bad Santas. The episode Bad Santas. What the fuck? Um, There's a show so called like, Lethal So sort Weapon? of like a double review. Kind of, kind of like a double review, get a little bit of a, like, obviously he's going to be, I think, pretty funny, you know, playing the character in It's Always Sunny. Dude, and then that's like lethal. one of my maybe top, it's in my top ten for sure. And then Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. I'm a Lethal Weapon fan of the movies, so I'm interested in that as well. Honestly, I I, I think I'm down for this. Um, I can't watch another 2000s comedy or I'm going to fucking go. No, no, Jace. No, yeah. No, I think Jace is right in that regard. Because I'm thinking about other movies I want to see here, and I'm like, do we want to do it? But like you said, Sean's done some some TV, TV show. I think it's valid to evaluate... His TV appearances. How well does he fit into the mold of a uh, of a pre-established uh, he doesn't series? Doesn't have very many other movies, really. Like, like I mean, the, this... the one we're missing is American Pie. Yeah, but obviously. he's not a main character. He's not even like the top four character. There is Dukes of Hazard, which now he's like talking. second build. He's also in Mr. Woodcock and uh, in an Ice Age. Yeah, <laughs> so we're we're I think we need to go. We actually do probably need to go in the TV. Okay, plus I'm that down episode. To do this. Uh, Danal, you said you've never seen Always Sunny. I've never seen Lethal Weapon, and I've also, uh, I think I've watched the first season of It's Always Sunny and then dropped out. Oh, okay. Okay. Join us next week, folks, at home. I guess you can watch this on Hulu. Jace, can you say those episodes again, just just so we yep. all know? Um, for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, we are watching Season 9, Episode 5, Country okay. Mac. And for Lethal Weapon, we're watching Season 3, Episode 9, <laughs> Bad Santas. Watch along at home, folks. If you don't know these shows, if you don't know Lethal Weapon, no problem, because we probably don't don't either. either. (laughs) Look, we're pros at dropping in cold in the middle of an established arc (laughs) in some shows that are extremely complex and maybe seeing the last episode. Uh, Cool. Well, I'm excited to do this. I might watch Uh, Country Mac tonight. Watch it tonight. I might. 30 minutes. Watch it as many times as you want. Yeah. 
Also, their podcast is like really, really. It's good. A really good. No, really you're cutting good. into our market. You're cutting into our market, really Ryan. Good, guys. It's really good. God, they're there's a reason. There's a reason they're rich, and they're gonna the, cut into our income. You guys, join us next week. Thanks so much for listening and sticking with us. Subscribe, rate us, do all that shit. You guys want to end Seanism? Rate us on rate my professor. Yeah. Rate us on that. How how good how good do we teach you stuff? I'll learn you. You guys want to end with a shaunism? Yeah, I'm going to go as quick as possible. I don't know that this movie deserves one, but uh, yes. I'm yes. A, quick as possible. Okay. Okay. Never. Drow. Oh, uh, wait, drive. Puck. <laughs> While. Mm, sliding. Uh, scat. <laughs> Across. Uh, ice. Man. Frank. Ice rink. One word. <laughs> Comic. Har- Harlem Shakes. <laughs> Just saying now. We needed some like adverbs in there or some shit. <laughs>